From Mediguild, this is Tea Brief. We're Bells, Nikki, and Noah. But this this rotation has kind of like re reignited my passion for medicine. So that was that was very nice. You, you hear that, kids? Hope is not lost. <laughs> you just have to end up on that one rotation you've been gunning for. <laughs> Three med students who debrief from our week over a nice cup of tea. Today we're drinking Twining's chamomile. What's everyone's thoughts? Yeah, it's okay. I don't hate it. Yeah, I wanted to say I don't love it. It's kind of like got this like weird buttery, uh, like slippery kind of texture. I, I rate this over that other tea that we had, which tastes, which I think I said tasted like hay. <laughs> no, I think this tastes like hay. It's very grassy. It was kind of funny because we were debating on what tea to drink this episode and. I was like, well, I only have chamomile sitting in my cupboard, but everyone hates it, so we can get something else. And then they agreed to it, and here we are, hating our tea. Next time, can we actually do Russian Caravan? I've been drinking that quite a fair bit this past week, and it's just like, chef's kiss. (laughs) Nice black tea. I would really like some, like, tea recommendations. Ooh. Like, let's branch out a little bit from the twinings. Audience, please slide into our DMs. What's some good tea that you're liking? Yeah, that's a good idea. We could release some recommendations. I'm going to put it up on our Insta story, so please send them through. But (laughs) how has everyone's weeks been? (sighs) Oh, no. (laughs) Context, context. Uh, We are in week two of lockdown, and I don't think it's going to be week two of two. (laughs) We'll be right, but like, yeah, I have started a new rotation. I'm on Jerry's at the moment, so it is a very, very big change of pace from you know ed and everything going from a very high turnover of patients to i think we may have discharged two patients over the past week and picked <laughs> up two patients as well and have they been there for like two months <laughs> there's one dude who their estimated discharge is next year oh my god which is not a joke this poor guy. yeah it's a very complex situation But, like, so complex that I think it's very easily identifiable, so I won't say any more than that. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. My friend did a Jerry's rotation last semester, and she was obsessed. She loved it. She was just like, oh, people are cool, and I get to hang out with them, and it's just an excellent pace for me. That's so sweet and wholesome. Yeah. Oh, all people are so cool. Like, they're my favorite age demographic when they're not delirious. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the problem with Jerry's is they're all usually delirious. (laughs) But that's also the best. The... the... The hospital I'm in, they have a delirium side of the ward and a non-delirium <laughs> side of the ward. That is literally how it's broken so up. So we have, we have a ward called Complex and Cognitive. <laughs> I think I like Bells' hospital a little bit more. <laughs> They're just to the point. <laughs> uh, um, our delirious patients are just, you know, mixed in, which is great because it can trigger a lot of the other patients themselves. <laughs> so... <laughs> We deal with that a lot. <laughs> okay, well, how have you guys been this past week? Well, I have had a bit of a wild ride. So I think in the last episode, I had just gone into lockdown. Um, and in this episode that we're recording now, I have just come out of a two-week hard quarantine because I was with a close contact and that meant I also had to lock down without going to the shops, without going for walks. Um, so four weeks out of 52 this week, 52 weeks in a year I've been in a hard quarantine first in a hotel how, how would you rate the difference what where's better to spend your lockdown your isolation period <laughs> look as long as you liked <laughs> as long as you like your housemates like I do it's good to be at home 100 I, I would lose my mind if I 
had to isolate for two weeks. Honestly, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I mean, we put in like two Dan Murphy's delivery orders in that time, so we got through it. <laughs> nice. Please, Dan Murphy's, can you please sponsor us? Not sponsored. We'd have to change the tea. <laughs> I don't think it could be tea. It anymore. could be spiked tea brief. <laughs> A more fun tea break. <laughs> oh, we're fun. Noah, how have you been? Um, I've had a roller coaster every week. Um, started out really, really like quite amazing. Woo. Um, amazing registrars and consultants. Uh, and Bob Guyne, lovely, lovely consultant, got me to assist with her in two cesarean deliveries, like full blown assisting. That's so cool. And you were scrubbed in. Scrubbed in, fully assisting, retracting, uh, suctioning, suturing. This is your like, dream. The whole lot. Um, obviously guided by her expertise and her hand and everything, but it was incredible. Was it still very validating and just like rewarding while you were doing it? It was so lovely. Like it was such a lovely experience, um, and it kind of just made me go, "This is my people and this is my place." So um, oh, I'm so glad. We love this. Yeah. It was it was mm-hmm. very much like, oh, yeah, cool. This is my jam. This is we my live for these moments, I think, as med students. Yeah. This is what keeps you going. I, I, it's so rare. It's honestly yeah. so rare. But this this rotation has kind of, like, re reignited my passion for medicine. So that was, that was very nice. You, you hear that, kids? Hope is not lost. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to end up on that one rotation you've been gunning for. Um, yeah, and then, like, the week kind of just went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we do not love this. Yeah, I had to get COVID tested because I had like this massive migraine um, and eye pain for like two days. Um, it turns out I was just very dehydrated. So drink water, kids, or drink tea. <laughs> don't or do, water from Dan Murphy. Don't, do not don't, drink, don't drink tea. tea for your just drink, drink water. <laughs> tea is a fun fact. Tea is a diuretic. You will pee more. Don't drink tea. Mm. You know, caffeine is actually a bladder irritant. Not really. The predominant function is to irritate your bladder, and not to diaries you but anyway side note <laughs> fun fact <laughs> fun fact um yeah and then on saturday night in the wee hours of the morning at 4 a.m i got a text i roll over i'm like bleary eyed i'm like what the hell is this who's texting me at this time Qantas is texting me at this time to tell me that my flights back home have been cancelled <gasps> oh, no. so that was yeah that was rough um yeah this lockdown isn't doing me any favors uh, i haven't seen my family since january oh god so this is interstate student life during a pandemic that's really tough yeah. like we were talking about this before mm. we started recording but that's still so tough mm. yeah and my poor poor boyfriend <laughs> oh no <laughs> how long has it been since you've seen him um january since january was the last time i was since in touch i did a long distance relationship oh. for a year and a half and just the, i could not go past two months without seeing my partner mm. so i've i feel for you because i have no idea how you're cope like coping i say coping with like quotation marks in this yeah. point how long have you guys been long distance for now this is the third year this is the so third all of year. med gosh i was long distance as well with my current partner just for the year while he was at rural um and it was really hard because it was at the start of our relationship as well so i can't imagine mm. what it's like for this yeah long. we were Firmly established yeah. <laughs> when this when this happens, we've been we've been almost a full almost a full decade. Yeah. It's a couple year off a full decade, so um yeah, we've been together for a That's while. That's so cute. How do you find dating in med? Like while being a med student is for you, for both of you. You've called me at a very particular exhausted point of dating within med. <laughs> oh no. 
Um, for those who don't know, I wrote an article for Medic Guild um, around Valentine's Day this year about like dating within med, the pros and cons. And because I have been mostly single for the entirety of medical school, um, with a few short relationships here and there. So yeah, it's it's an experience. It is very, especially when you are out rural, because the amount of people that you know is extremely small. Like I remember being on some of the apps in my first year rural and like, first of all, you cycle through the entire town that you're in like within the first five <laughs> minutes and then your radius expands from like, what, 5Ks to 30, 40. And I think 30, 40 is still quite low for rural. <laughs> Yeah, that's Very like, quickly. Wait, so basically you're scrolling through everyone that either A, works at the hospital, or B, is a patient at the hospital, or C, both. Yes. Or are my colleagues in medical school. <laughs> oh, um, no. And, like, you don't want things to get too incestuous, yeah. like, within... Not ideal. ...a, you know, like, the people that you're with in rural areas. Like, unless it works out for the best. But, yeah, it, it's fun. I say fun. I lie. It is not fun. Oh, bells. But maybe I'm just not good at dating. That That's also a very big possibility. I think you're excellent at it because you do it so much. <laughs> do, you, do you see the hole there? Well, I mean, you're an expert. You have the most practice out of any of least success. Please, please just stop. <laughs> that cut deep, didn't it? I'm just going to drink my tea and cry now. Bells is not expecting to be ripped into this episode. No, I'm just thinking of all the people that I've dated who are going to be listening to this podcast. It's just like, hmm, how is this reaction going to go down? (laughs) Okay, so you say that, like, dating has been hard, especially out rurally. How do you go with, like, finding the time and the energy for it, regardless of where you are? Because, you know, med school's a bit tiring. Like, At least for me, it's just... At least going on dates and like meeting new people and getting to know new people, it's very reinvigorating because you get to step away from the insulating bubble that is medicine because, you know, like with all your friends, you're just talking about med all the time and then you're just like seeing all the same things again and again and again. And it kind of just like gets, at least for me, quite exhausting. So dating someone new, especially when they're not doing medicine, is quite relieving. It's so interesting and fresh to like see what their world and lived experience is which is just so different to mine and I just find it so incredibly interesting so going on these dates a it's a reason for me to get out of their house do something new do something a bit more fun and adventurous and I've really enjoyed meeting new people over the last how many of years I have to say <laughs> there's, um, there's been so many people so many years so many people <laughs> with a, with a, Well, here's the thing. It just, like, time catches up with you so quickly because it hasn't honestly felt like that long. But going from when I started med school back in 2018 till here now, it genuinely doesn't feel like it was that long ago. But it's just like, what the heck am I doing? I I caught myself. (laughs) What the heck am I doing with myself? Like, I I was chatting with my dad earlier and I just looked at him and I was thinking, you were 25 when you got married. I'm nearly 25 now. What the hell am I doing? My age, my mom was already out of the army, married, and had a two-year-old son. Yeah, my mom had given birth to me at my age, so I am not providing on that front for anyone. Yeah, at my my age, my mom also had me, and I'm the middle child. (laughs) There was another one in the picture. (laughs) 
but yeah. So like, I don't compare myself to my mum because she's like a really big, um, you know, outlier. But at least for my dad, it's like this is like a bit of a benchmark that I should not really compare myself against because like it's such different experiences. But just like to keep it in mind. And now twenty five is slowly creeping up, and it's just like. What am I doing? You're still、I'm, young. You're still young. You're living your best life. I mean, I'm in the midst of an existential crisis. <laughs> I can tell you definitely should not surround yourself with people getting engaged or married. That would not be good for you right now. <laughs> no, it's also not good necessarily to be living with another couple. But here we are, <laughs> Louis Prachi. I love you. I know you're not going to listen to this, but mwah. <laughs> what about you, Noah? You're also not dating within Med,、no. but you have a long term relationship. Yeah. So.、Um, Me and my boo. <laughs> oh God,、school. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like cringing as I was saying it.、Um, no, 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 no. We're going with it. Are we? Are we? Are we? Okay.、Um, me and my boyfriend have been together since high school. We actually went to two different high schools, so I'm from a very, very large、um, public school, very far away、More? from his, and he went to a private school that was very, very small. Um, and his private. Ooh, it's very like Romeo and Juliet. It's very Romeo、obviously. and Juliet. I think I'm more Romeo though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and he had his year eleven ball that he needed a date for, but the they only the school only let you de-、uh, bring someone to the ball who was within the community, and I was technically within the community,、um, and so I it was basically like a blind、mm. date. The ball itself was the second time I had actually met him.、Um, mm. And yeah, and then like, where was the first time you met him? Oh,、uh, we had like a little intro kind of house gathering thing, so that we could actually, you know, meet each other and organize like, what color is my ball dress going to be?、Um, <laughs> the flowers right, have to so, match.、Yes. Rewind, rewind. How how were you matched in the first place? Um, well, I was the only like person in that friendship group that didn't go to the school, so therefore wasn't going, and he needed a date, and therefore the match. So.、Happened. You met him via your、okay. friend setting you up. Yeah. Ooh. I was part of a Jewish youth group. <laughs> that's that's kind of cute. <laughs> matchmaker,、Aww. matchmaker, indeed. That's so cute.、Mm. Yeah. So we were kind of yeah set up.、Um, circumstances seemed to have aligned, which is very nice.、Um, and then yeah, six months later, after that, we started dating. Was the ball that bad that you had to have a six-month gap? I just met. <laughs> Between the ball, which is like a really romantic setting, give her a well, chance.、Okay. Wait, let me、chance. clarify. What is dating for you guys? Because my idea of dating is going on dates、oh. with someone, as opposed to being in a relationship. Okay, I actually had this conversation. Well, I had this conversation last week. I think there's two meanings because there's dating as in just seeing someone, and then there's dating someone like I'm dating this person, long term relationship. So it really depends. Well, that's a relationship. Yeah, but you're still dating.、Them. We started seeing each other six months later. <laughs> like seeing each other exclusively? Yes, but like still, still. So you're in a relationship. Kind of like feelers out, like not nothing official. Also, bells. They they were in high school. I highly doubt there was like non-exclusive dating. <laughs> <laughs> He just finger gun me for anyone listening. <laughs> oh, continue.、Now. Um. Yeah, and then that was the story. And he's going in. He's. Not going into. He's currently in、Ooh. law, so he's post grad law.、Um, Ooh, power couple.、Mm, don't say that. <laughs> too, too high expectations. Let's not live up to the stereotype. I promise we are not both assholes. Maybe I am, but he's not. He's lovely.、Um, does, does Does Boo listen to the podcast? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Boo, you gotta listen. <laughs> I actually don't think so. Boo, uh, where you at? <laughs> um, but well, if he starts messaging you and just like asking, "Am I boo?" Like you'll know. He knows he's boo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he knows, he knows. Um, but yeah, and then we were together. And I actually, um, out of high school, I applied for Monash, like undergrad. Um, and so we thought this long distance thing was going to be, well, As I'm we from Bobby Way, so not all of us did. And undergrad curtain didn't exist at that point. Um, so we kind of just assumed we'd be long distance, like way, way earlier on. But I ended up doing my undergrad at UWA. So Long distance was kind of put off for a couple of years, and here we are again. Long distance. Yep. How is that? Oh, it's, excuse my language, but it is shit, and there is no way to sugarcoat that yeah. at all. Um, yeah. It's really hard. Initially, like, the first six months were probably the hardest because we were, one, adjusting to not only, like, a time difference and not being able to see each other, but we're also kind of adjusting to not knowing each other's friends groups anymore because you know i'm postgrad med who's studying postgrad law and we didn't know like who we were actually hanging out with um and things like that so it was a big exercise in trust um and then it just kind of you know it gets really hard with med and law um particularly that combination because we were both so busy um and Mm. prioritizing time for someone who you're in a long distance relationship is like very difficult to do when you're in that kind of situation. Yeah. Well, how often do you guys talk to each other? Oh, like we are texting nonstop all the time. I think you, that sounds like the key to making it successful. Mm, Everyone's like, yeah, oh, and you I, need space. And I'm like, not when you're long distance. That's enough space. <laughs> Just text, call. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's literally enough space between us. Yeah. <laughs> do you call? Um, yeah, we call. Um, we This is gonna, not sponsored, but um, we watch like Netflix together um, on Teleparty. Or, like, uh, Amazon Prime. Formerly known as Netflix Party. Formerly known as Netflix Party. I don't know why they changed their name. But um, Amazon <laughs> Prime or SBS or things like that um, on 2.7, which is also another Google Chrome extension that I highly recommend. I remember I had very specific rules once I finished my, I guess, my first long-distance relationship. And that was, if you're doing a long-distance relationship, there should ideally be an end date. Yes, I agree with that. And ideally. actually, it makes, you, it makes you more sane if you have an end date. <laughs> I am in what yeah. I would call like long distance purgatory because um, yeah. I don't have an end date. I'm mm. planning on doing internship yeah. in Victoria um, and we are not sure whether my boyfriend will be able to come over. Um, I'm not even sure he wants to come over. So it's kind of, yeah, it'll be really interesting for our viewership, I guess, um, to find out what happens because we're obviously going to stay together, but I don't know whether... Yeah. I'm going to go back or he's going to come here. I have another set of friends, both studying med. One's in Perth, the other one's here. They were both studying in the same uni. And then through a weird set of events, she ended up transferring here. And their long-distance relationship was put in limbo because they're both doing internship this next year. Um, but he's it's just so difficult for interstate students to come and do you know, internship in like Victoria, yeah. for one thing. So he's gotten an offer in Victoria, uh, in WA, mm-hmm. sorry. And then it's just like they have no idea when they're going to start living together. Yep. Because it's just like still very up in the air. Yeah. It's really difficult as well because like I've obviously been living on my own for three years now mm-hmm. um, and he hasn't had that experience. So we've got kind of like this mismatch in life experience. Um, and so, I mean, it, this is very much like 
in the med school mm-hmm. kind of context and not so much for doctors or um, junior doctors that are interstaters as well. But um, yeah, it'll be really interesting when we finally do get to move into each other because I will be teaching him how to live by himself. Um, and so yeah. like that's another interesting... Oh, I think that's so important. Like, before you move in together, you should both know how to live independently. Otherwise, there will be a dependence <laughs> that forms. <laughs> and it is going to be hard. I think it's hard anyway. Like, I, I, I genuinely think it's hard. And everyone knows it's hard. Dating in med, regardless of all the extra problems that long distance has is hard um yeah yeah so. dating in med is notorious for almost being non-existent like it's almost a joke for heaps of people i feel like that's something which is very similar to other very demanding work environments like law as well um like some really up there business things like big four stuff i don't know everything everything business is so vague to me it's just like all i think of is like suits and madmen and it's just like grind 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 <laughs> i feel like that's what everyone thinks about other people's careers it's this vague idea mm, and yeah. just grinding <laughs> that's it nikki you're not actually dating you're you're actually dating within med aren't you yeah i am Ooh, so much variation in this chat <laughs> yeah i know we've got bell single <laughs> chronically single <laughs> <laughs> noah diagnosis chronically single <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, hang on. Let me just change my team bio. <laughs> um, and yeah, Noah, you're in your long-term relationship, but outside med. And I'm in my long-term relationship within med, which is another experience entirely, I think. Um, so how we met was pretty funny. Everyone usually gets a bit of a laugh out of this one. But I actually met him during um, an anatomy dissection course when I was an undergrad. Ooh. Uh, he, he was the tutor. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like that. I always have to clarify this. So, yeah, he was the tutor, which is when I first met him. Um, but obviously, I was very studious and extremely focused on getting good grades and on my mm-hmm. studies only. So nothing happened. <laughs> and then a few months and shortly after that, I think we bumped into each other at a few events and things and just started talking from there. Um And then he asked me out and I said yes, and we started dating. But then shortly after that, he started... So he was already in med. He was in his second year med. I was in my final year of undergrad. And he got booted to rural Queensland for his third year of placement. Um, So it was a bit cool deciding, like, do we continue doing this and, like, seeing each other? Because we'd sort of just met and started getting to know each other. But we decided to make it work. We decided to see how it would go. And we tried it. And it was hard, no doubt. What was the deciding but, factor like, for giving it a go, though? The mm. deciding factor was that we really did like each other, and I think we both were serious about dating each other. Like, we were already kind of exclusive anyway, so it was just like, well, do we see a future, and do we want to actually see if this will work mm. when you come back as well from rural Queensland? And I think we both felt the same on that, so we were just like, why not? We'll just give it a go, see how it, see how it is, why not? Um... And so he went off and yeah, most of that first year of us was apart. Um, There was calls every night. So I'd finish like my work and studying and all that. And at 10 p.m. we'd call. My sleep schedule was absolutely gone in this year. I feel that. (laughs) Three hour hour time difference with Perth. I feel that. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Um, And we always had a ritual. Like we would watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine together. Oh, Um, 
as as the episodes came out. So that was our Friday night, and I did not do anything else on Friday nights after that. Um, but yeah, heaps of FaceTime calls. It was difficult, but he would come back to Brisbane and visit regularly. How regularly is regularly? Um, I'd say every two to three months. Mm. There'd be a weekend trip, and then sometimes it would be a week-long trip. And we're both actually originally from Melbourne, so even when we were in Melbourne together during the holidays, it would be good because we could see each other then. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, so that was good. And then um, we got through that together. Then his final year of med um, was in Brisbane, and I had just started med? Yes. Wait, what was I? No, I was in my second year during his final year of med. Yeah. What is he now? He's an intern now. <laughs> so that's another... Oh. That's been another curveball that we've been dealing with. Um, oh. Yeah, so in his final year of med, I was in my second year, and so it was just him finishing his clinical stuff, and I was just finishing preclin. Um, and then we got through that, and this year he started his intern year. We're at the same hospital, which is great, because so when I'm bored, I just go and... <laughs> yeah, I just go annoy him. <laughs> And ask him to give me all the procedural things he needs to get done, and I'll just do it. <laughs> it's so cute. So, yeah. And um, during this quarantine, it wasn't terrible either, because like he was tutoring me on all of my Gen Med content. So I am very grateful <laughs> for having someone in Med for that reason. But what we were saying before, you were so right. We talk a lot about our days, and we go into great detail, and we talk a lot about Med things. Um, so I feel like. Sometimes we just make that conscious effort to hang out with people like my friends who aren't at med um, and also just spend time doing other things, watching other things. I feel like there are definitely pros and cons of dating in and out of med, but I feel like Noah and I have been pretty boring for the last few years at least. Bells, you have some good stories to share, I'm sure. I have so many interesting stories which have come up. One of my favorite ones to tell and one of my favorite ones that, okay, so when I was younger, I was dealing with quite a bit of like mad anxiety, uh, which like I still deal with, um, but like it really manifested in the agoraphobia setting. So I was on this date. It was like the first time that I dated since I, since um, my first high school girlfriend, we went to this very busy cafe and we'd met at the New Year's party and it was like a really hot day. I was so incredibly nervous. I was so incredibly anxious. We like sat down, we were chatting and like within 10 seconds, I'd fainted. Oh no. So understandably, everyone around me starts freaking out. The owner of the cafe is just like, no, I'm about to call the ambulance now. And I'm like saying, no, please don't do that. Like, I'll be fine. This is not the first time that's, that it's happened. Um, and I didn't really want to like say, oh no, I'm just like, yeah um in any case the person that i was on the date with was super nice about it she was studying nursing as well so like she was doing a really good job like taking care of me <laughs> and like this was back in the days when i was like in biomed as well um so yeah it was super lovely um she works at the hospital where i'm doing my internship now so like oh, no. we've, we've stayed no, 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 it's so fine. We've stayed in contact, like, we're friends okay. and everything. She's so lovely. <laughs> but I love that you have that reminder every time. Oh, literally, it's just like, hey, do you remember that one time? I And she goes, yes, I fucking remember when you, that one time. <laughs> it's not like it was a traumatizing experience. <laughs> she probably went back and told her friends, like, I just went on oh, for sure. state of for my sure. life. <laughs> but here's the thing, after I fainted, we still continued on with the day. That's impressive. You must have 
You must have been very smooth prior to the fainting. It was fine. It was okay. I don't know who I'm more impressed with, you or her. She's probably just being nice. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Belle. I've, like, just come for you this entire episode. Pardon me? I I was just, like, in a different place just then. Oh, oh, you actually... Okay, never mind. Moving on. No, but, like, 18-year-old Bells would be so happy with the progress where 24-year-old Bells is at now with just, like, being a lot more relaxed and not fainting on any dates since. Let me please preface that. Yeah, we're also very proud of you. Touch wood. (laughs) We're very proud. (laughs) Oh, and also... I think that seems like a good place to leave it. How's everyone's tea going? What are our ratings? Like a solid two out of five. I don't rate this. I give it 1.3. That's a three and a half from me. Damn, that's pretty high. <laughs> I've I've had coffee uh, teas that I've liked less than this. Okay, all right. Uh, we'll probably wrap it up there. Thanks everyone for listening. Tea Brief is a production of Medicild, a community of med students and doctors who create resources and opportunities for other med students and doctors. Check out our work and become a member at Medicild.com. To keep up to date with us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook at Medicild. And if you like what you heard for whatever reason, don't forget to click that big follow button on Spotify or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us and our daily happenings on Instagram too at Tea Brief Podcast. If you'd like to support our show, please take a photo, a selfie, a Snapchat, whatever the kids are calling it these days of yourself, listening to our episode, and send it through to our Instagram account. We'll share it, give you a shout out, and just be super grateful that people actually listen to us. We'd like to acknowledge that our work takes place on the lands of Turbal and Wurundjeri peoples, whose sovereignty was never ceded. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. We'll be back in your ears in a fortnight.